0: The following program may contain viewpoints and opinions that do not necessarily reflect those of Radio That Doesn't Suck Incorporated or its employees. Real Estate Toronto, the radio show about buying and selling real estate in the greater Toronto area, with Aura Ross from the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team. 30 minutes of hot topics and indispensable advice from experienced professionals that work for you. Now, on with the show.
1: Excuse me for showing up, unannounced. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday.
0: It's warm. Ish.
1: Warmer-ish. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I got to quali- put a qualifier in there.
1: I know we get excited when we see two degrees. Yeah, but it's a, it's a sign of things to come. I can oh, you're telling grass. me spring's almost here? I can it's almost happening? see my grass. Excellent, excellent. So in a couple weeks, we'll all be outside in our shorts and t-shirts. Cutting again.
0: the grass, starting the lawnmower up again.
1: Well, hey, no joke in real estate, spring starts now.
0: So is it like is it, are you like the fashion industry where you're like three months ahead? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's
0: December and you're showing me the spring collection.
1: Today at my open house it's spring. You know, spring starts really about February 1 in real estate world.
0: It's like dog years or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, maybe we're just more optimistic so we're ready for the spring weather. We bring it on ourselves. I see. Yeah. Okay. So, um we're starting to see the demand and, um, we've got some mixed news as I'm sure everybody's heard over the holidays. So we'll touch on some of that, the good, the bad. And
0: Cause we're only at the 18th of January, but you think it's, um, do we have a little bit of a lull between Christmas and...
1: Can I tell you, we, December was busy. Yep. We found December busy, um, other than the actual week to 10 days where people really do just, you know, turn off and lie on their couch for some time, which yep. I admittedly I did a bit of, um... Really, we there's a lot of people out there talking about buying and selling. Certainly, buying. A Lot of people buying. The mortgage brokers are busy pre-qualifying. Um, yep, so I have. You know, I'll just put it out there. I think 2015 is going to be a pretty good year for Toronto real estate. Excellent.
0: Well, let's take a short break before we uh, digest the numbers. You're listening to RealEstateToronto.com radio. Hi, Gene Godfrey here from Classic FM, the album-friendly intimacy of progressive FM radio, reviving the atmosphere of the early days of FM, digging deeper into the albums and going pretty much wherever we want with the hour, completely unbound. I hope you'll join me for Classic FM, any volume, any time on demand, and a new show every Wednesday in the live stream exclusively here at radio that Doesn't Suck.com. We'll see you then. Cheers or selling a home, condo, or investment property may be one of the largest transactions you'll ever make. It's important to gather as much information as you can, and preferably from experienced successful professionals. When it comes time to make your move, call the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team with Keller Williams Real Estate Service at 416-230-8500 or visit www.realestatetoronto.com Whether you're making your first move or selling your much-loved family home, the Mulholland Ross Team offers over 26 years of real estate sales and service across the GTA. Listen every Sunday at 4 p.m. here on Radio That Doesn't Suck to hear the team share advice and information that will assist you with your personal wealth through real estate. Questions or topics you'd like to see covered? Email info at realestatetoronto.com or call the Mulholland-Ross team at 416-230-8500. Do you need a refill for your margarita?
1: (laughs) Now we're talking... (laughs) Be honest out there. You have have not even filled my first glass yet. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I just, you know, we don't want the wheels to fall off before we even get started. I'm only giving you a little bit. I'm doing it out. My
1: little empty glass sitting here waiting patiently. It's a shot
0: glass. That's
1: right. So um, 2014 ended pretty pretty great. Most people out there, yourself included, have been reading the news. You've seen the averages, prices up across the board, about 8%. Average. Um, price right across the GTA last year ended at five fifty six.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is up, you know, about that eight and something percent from the five twenty three in two thousand and thirteen. So, you know, there we were. Um, this year, they're they're anticipating a slightly less aggressive market. I think this year they're anticipating about four and a half percent increase in Toronto.
0: In price or, or activity?
1: Uh, price. Okay. Price. Um, so look at, I, I'm, I'm just positive. They're still in, they're still predicting upwards swing. Right. And when, yeah. you know, four and a half percent is great. It may not be the amount you want to buy today and just flip and sell next year may not, you know, cover all your costs and so on. But just the fact that we're, our line is still pointing upwards. I'm, I'm thrilled. Real <laughs> estate just proves over and over again. It's a great investment.
0: Yeah. Even through the, the troughs and the dips.
1: Yep, that's right. And we haven't seen a trough and a dip, you know. I mean, if we get two quiet weeks in August because people are on holiday, people start panicking. Um, You know, certainly we start getting... It was interesting, actually, in the fall. Um, We started having buyers show up at our open houses going, well, you know, the market. And I would just pull out our stats going, well, hold on, our fall market average prices are exactly the same as our spring and in October actually beat our spring average. So really in the fall... It was, as, it was amazing. It's still trending up. What I really would love to help people understand or visualize is that when we talk about an 8% increase over the average of last year, that's, that's what we're talking about. We're saying 2013, if you took all the home prices, what was the average sale price in 2013? And now let's compare it to the average sale price in 2014. We're at an 8% increase. So... Um, That's great. What people sometimes can confuse themselves with is they think if you buy something in March, that by July it's worth more. And so there is a bit of a pattern. You can see what what the prices are doing. And the pattern really is from January to about, now assuming we're in the inclining market, I must qualify that. But the pattern has been January to May, we see that average price climb up. Um, usually stays there around June we see sometimes sometimes this little tiny adjustment in the average it dips a little in July and uh, August we see it come back up in September and kind of go stay right around where it was in March and April through the year so our biggest increases we usually see them in the first four months we usually don't see the big increases from March to October April to October that kind of stays as a nice plateau
0: so steady but no great
1: no great increases in the second half of the year from the first half having said that um you know i'm again i'm just excited uh we've heard some pretty um, stressful news in the last few weeks um certainly the oil prices everybody asked me so will the oil prices affect toronto home prices and um i think there's two sides to that right if you've got your job because there's jobs, right? Yep. With, with the, that, that dropping oil price, we're seeing a lot of people getting laid off. The average guy on the street is celebrating. I mean, his Embridge gas bill just went down. If he's commuting, he's noticing a way smaller amount at the gas tank his car. I don't know about you. I'm thrilled. I can fill my tank for under 50 bucks. Yep. Like, wow, I haven't <laughs> done that in, in a while. While. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know.
0: When so, you actually get more gas than what you pay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's that, that dollar threshold. Yeah. If you go like 101 or 99, you're happy one way and not so happy the other.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, so on a very selfish personal level, most of us are sitting here quietly enjoying that drop. And of course, in the big picture of the economy, We're watching other things happen and companies shut and layoffs. And so it'll be, you know, we'll see through the year how much that affects the Toronto people. We know that it's out west. It's really having a huge effect on their market. And just this week, I was listening to a report saying prices in uh, Calgary are now seeing about a 20% drop.
0: Wow. That's a huge drop.
1: Huge. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so here's some fun stuff from last year. Do you like my fun stuff?
0: I do, And I've got okay. a question for you when okay. we have a, a, an opportunity to put it in.: Nope, ask away. Right now. Yeah, go. Let's do it. Okay, so recently this week, we just heard that Target is leaving Canada. Yeah. We live in an area where there is a large target, Yes, which will be in a matter of months empty. Mm-hmm. Now this is a more of a commercial question. But what impact is that going to have on the general community in the vicinity? For prices, because you've got like a huge anchor tenant leaving, and you're going to have a hole in that mall.
1: There will. I mean, we're lucky where that, you know, the centerpoint mall right. you're talking about has a Canadian tire and a bay. So I think in places where for the rest of the stores, I don't know how bad it is because there's other anchors. For the employees, I'm concerned. Um, they're not the highest paid jobs. The, the, you know, most of those jobs aren't hugely high paying jobs, right. but those are still people that are out of work.
0: In this community right here. In this
1: community. Yep. And, and so many communities across Canada. Yep. Um, so that it is frightening. Um, I, I don't know if we'll see it play into the real estate market, but I, in Toronto specifically but i bet you there are communities across ontario for sure that it will affect an entire town
0: where it's the only game in town
1: or it's one of the major games for sure Hmm. yeah very upsetting let's have some fun okay so now i'll ask you a fun question okay um last year how many detached homes do you think sold for over two million dollars in the gta
0: oh i read this and now i'm Gapped on it.
1: We're it was it was
0: surpri- surprisingly high.
1: Did you think it was high?
0: I thought it was high for two okay. million.
1: No? Yeah. Well, you know what? It's a big number and I would have liked to have sold all of this, <laughs> all of them. Um I I guess because so many people when we meet people, you know, today I was with a couple and they said, Well, we know all the new homes in this area are selling one eight plus. But the reality is is they're selling one six to one nine. Yeah. But the perception is 1 8 plus.
0: Is 2.
1: Yeah. And so we have a lot of people, I think, certainly through Central North York and North Toronto, that think everything, all the new homes that go on the market are selling over $2 million. Yep. So right across the GTA in 2014, there were 1,078 homes sold for over $2 million.
0: I thought that was high. Okay. Because, uh, you know, let's rewind the clock 10 years ago, $2 million homes would be Rosedale. Oh. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have seen a two million dollar house up this way.
1: I remember we used to get these stats and it would be like, "Wow, um, you know, thirteen homes sold for over two and twenty eight homes sold for over a million. Yeah, yeah that's a bu- that would be a month in some communities for sure. Um I thought that was great. But once again, our biggest our our, our most active price points were between four hundred and seven hundred that's where you're seeing the most sales. So I thought that was really interesting because um, as I was studying these numbers, I always like to look at where was the best increase, the greatest increase in the Toronto Real Estate Board. I mean, we talked about an 8% increase, but that's 416, 905, it's everything mixed up. So a detached home in the 416 uh, area code went up 8% in price and a detached home in the 905 area went up 6.6. Mm. That's okay. What I thought was interesting were semi-detached homes in the 905 area code went up 9.9%. And the townhouse in that 905 area code went up 9.4%. And when we look at that and then we look back at, hey, where were the busiest, the most traffic price points? Well, between that five and seven, well, that's exactly where the semis and the townhouses sit in that 905 area code is sort of between that 500, 700 range. We're talking about luxury townhouses, too. No like, these are these are nice houses. Um, so to, to me, that tells me demand. There's a demand for that affordable five to seven. And isn't that funny that five to seven has now become the new affordable price range? <laughs> yeah. Because that that's, you know, for any of you guys out there older than... 40, you no. you understand where no, we're coming you would, from. You would never
0: have thought you would have owned a half-million-dollar house. And then no. you have to—500,000 is like, okay. But when you say half a million, you go, oh, my goodness.
1: I know. I know. And the sad thing is, is that a lot of these half-million-dollar a million dollar homes are being torn down and built on. So, you know, that's that whole shift in, in the area. But— I just, I just got really excited when I saw over 9% of these two housing types in the 905 area code, which... So here's what I deal with on a regular basis, and I'm sure there's people out there thinking this, and that is I'd love to buy a home. I really don't want to live in the boondocks like Woodbridge or... Sorry, guys from Woodbridge. <laughs> um, but really far outside of the central part of the city. Yep. Um, but the reality is, is more and more people are leaving to because... You know, they want a nice place to raise their kids. They they want a nice home. They um, they don't want to overextend themselves here in the city, you know? Yeah.
0: Vaughn is, is is kind of like Canada to the United States. Most of our population <laughs> is huddled along the border. Yeah. And if you think about Steeles and you cross Steeles at yeah. any point, most of the, the activity is very close to Steeles.
1: It's true. You're right. If we Google, mapped it out, you're right, it would be very heavy. Because you start getting to up to
0: Major Mac, Elgin Mills, and you're in a farm country again.
1: Well, it's changing quickly. It so I would say that, you know, up up our major arteries, Bathurst, uh, Young, um, Dufferin. Bayview, Dufferin, even, even when we go east to Markham Road, um, when we go west to Jane, you think about all those communities that have been built up these neighborhoods right up there. And they're nice. I mean, they're, you're getting a nice neighborhood, nice gardens, brand new schools, brand new stores. Um, you know, the public transit's doing its best up there to try to accommodate all the growth. Go The go buses are extending their, their reach. Um, you know, it offers a great alternative.
0: Yeah, and, the, and I like that the bus services are working together because if you're driving along Steeles, you'll see Brampton Transit, you'll see York Region Transit, you'll see TTC. So they're all uh, interconnecting and, and working together They well. are.
1: I don't think they're sharing a ticket yet. No though, a price no. ticket. So that'll Come be on, the Metro next. Links. Yeah, that'll be. Oh, that'll be great.
0: Yeah, we need to take a short break. You're listening to RealEstateToronto.com. If you'd like to find us on Twitter, what's your Twitter handle?
1: North York Living.
0: North York Living. And Instagram, same thing.
1: North York Living. North York Oh, yeah. Definitely follow us. We're having a lot of fun there. Yeah.
0: We'll be right back after this short break.
1: Annoying, frustrating. Of
0: course, you're referring to me. Some
1: days, enlightening, engaging.
0: And now you're referring to yourself. Most
1: days. (laughs) Just a few of the words employed to describe our show, The Mots. You'll come up
0: with your own. Hi, we're The Mots, Paul and Carol.
1: Inviting you to join us weekdays at two on Listen Up Talk Radio at talk-radio.ca. And there's an encore performance with Mots Weekend.
0: You can check us out at themots.ca. Here's another word for you. Oh, I wouldn't go there. Buying or selling a home condo, or investment property may be one of the largest transactions you'll ever make. It's important to gather as much information as you can, and preferably from experienced, successful professionals. When it comes time to make your move, call the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team with Keller Williams Real Estate Service at 416-230-8500 or visit www.realestatetoronto.com. Whether you're making your first move or selling your much-loved family home, the Mulholland Ross Team offers over 26 years of real estate sales and service across the GTA. Listen every Sunday at 4 p.m. here on Radio That Doesn't Suck to hear the team share advice and information that will assist you with your personal wealth through real estate. Questions or topics you'd like to see covered? Email info at realestatetoronto.com or call the Mulholland-Ross team at 416-230-8500.
1: So you asked about the least expensive homes in the city. I want
0: to know what... My ninety nine thousand dollars will buy me.
1: Well, I, I don't have it here, but can you believe three detached homes sold for under a hundred thousand dollars last year. So if you're interested, call me and I'll find you one. Um but interesting seventy I'm just doing my math, seventy eight detached homes did sell for under three hundred.
0: Seventy?
1: Yeah. So we're probably looking at I mean I'm thinking just right off the top of my head without the list of those homes there's a few pockets actually in Toronto proper that would have that small frame homes at about that price range yeah um and then you know again call me if if you'd like to know more about where those pockets are because they're there and and um even if they're not a neighborhood you want to rush to yourself right away, and I'm not saying that there's anything bad, it just might not be in the neighborhood that's, Geographically, con- yep. that's convenient for you. They make really great little investments.
0: Investments rented out, yep. mortgages paid for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, there are some in there, which is, oh no, sorry. Oh my gosh. I apologize. I was reading you numbers for December. In December, 78 homes sold for under 300 so really, in the city of Toronto, we had over 2,000 homes, detached homes, sell for under 300. Wow. So, you know, it's there. It's not in Rosedale. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not on a two-acre lot with a horse, mini horse farm <laughs> yeah. in Toronto on well, the subway line. Even, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Um, one of the things I wanted to bring up before I forget is because I know how much you love it. We've got the Toronto Home Show coming up yeah in march
0: we might try and cover that might be kind of fun to be down there as media
1: oh absolutely oh we should do a live show you guys should look for us down there
0: we might be down there doing a live show or doing a walk around and chatting with people
1: excellent well if anybody wants free tickets they can give me a call at 416-230-8500 we have 10 sets of free tickets that we're giving out all you have to do is call and say i want my free tickets I heard you on the radio. I want my free tickets, and we will get you those free tickets.
0: Where's my stuff?
1: Yeah, where, <laughs> where's my free stuff? Where's my free stuff? Okay, so and, what else?
0: And can, can we say that we'll chaperone them around? Maybe? No.
1: <laughs> too, Do they want us to shop yes. They're like, really? Now you have to hang out with us yeah. when I go to the home show? Just give show? me the
0: tickets and go away.
1: Yeah. So what were your thoughts, Todd, on one, some of the stuff going on in, in the city and in the world today as far as real estate prices and so on? Um, I always like your opinion on these things. I know you watch it closely.
0: Yeah, And I don't know why I do that. I guess it's just because it's we do this every week, so I, I like to be semi-informed about it. But um, I still have this nagging little voice in the back of my head that says, careful, careful, because gas prices are bottoming out. Mm-hmm. And that has such a big impact, a negative yeah big impact. I mean, it has a positive impact for us, for those that say, great, I can fill my gas tank up, mm-hmm. I can I yep. can drive to grandma's house again because I don't need to worry about how yep. much it's going to cost me. But again, the flip side is it has a, a real impact financially to a lot of people outside Sure. You know. Yeah, a lot of, of, of c- our little world.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, you know, I, I understand it's the same thing. I just wonder if um, I wonder if the West will feel it and perhaps we might not feel it as much here in Ontario.
0: You know, and I'll give you one street name, and you'll probably smile as soon as I say it. Park Home. It's, Park Home is just, there are (laughs) teardowns. You love Park Home. (laughs) You can't even drive down that street towards Young without dodging every second house. There's a white van and a crew.
1: I know. Building a home. And you know something, it's happening on so many streets across Toronto. Um, And I would tell you that I don't have the exact stats on this, but I would tell you a good portion of it, more than half, would be speculation. That means that's builders buying the lots, building the home, and their plan is to sell the home. Right. They've speculated on that.
0: So not every home has a family behind it. Right.
1: Right. Now. right. Oh, and and it hasn't in a few years. And um, what what frightens me a little bit is you've got two groups of builders out there. You've got the group that have been at it for a long time, and they really they know when to push forward and when to pull back. And then we've got that group that have never built a house before, yeah. or maybe they've built one, or they have a friend that's built a home, and they see that maybe they could make some money they doing it. They sold
0: the first one they built really easily and yeah. quickly. Oh, this, this is a, a lark. We could do this yeah. more often.
1: Yeah. So I, I, I'm also extremely, I'm a little concerned. I, I'm not telling people not to buy. But I ask everybody who's buying right now, what are their options if? So... You want to, for example, I was with a family the other day and they're talking about maybe selling this year, maybe next year. And she felt if she did an addition on her home, it would increase the value to such a point that she'd see a bigger profit with the addition done than not. So fair enough. So these are the numbers we run through with them. And my very first question was, if you did the addition, and in four months, the market somehow was not what you thought it would be. Right? Are you okay to stay in your home with your addition? Well, this particular family said, no. I mean, our whole point is we want to get out and we need our money out. We're trying to reduce our expenses. So in their effort to reduce everything, they're going to gamble and spend more money. But my again, like I don't have the crystal ball. I lost it. Somewhere, if you find it, please send it back to me.
0: Along with the glass slippers,
1: <laughs> the tiara. Yeah. Um, so that's I'm just always looking at the other side. What if? What if? So if you spend two hundred here and the market shifts, are you okay with the fact that you just spent two hundred thousand dollars more, or increased your debt by two hundred thousand, and the market might have slipped? Can you stay? Can you wait it out? Because we know it'll ratchet up again. So can you just stay put? And if the answer is no way, then I'm really, you know, I'm a little conservative, maybe a little motherly that way because I've been through the ups and downs. And I certainly, I've seen young families lose everything. You know, I saw that in the first few years of my career. It was really sad. I swore that I never wanted that to happen to one of my clients. So these are great questions to ask yourself when you're doing these things. So a lot of these builders out there building um, our own clients who want to build i always say if you built a house and i know your intention is to sell it but if the market weren't there could you rent it could you could you lease could it you out and be it? okay could you move into it would you be okay what is your plan b what if or could you sell it and take a bit of a hit and not, and it wouldn't destroy your family and i mean people look at me like what do you mean take a loss it's like well remember not real estate's a cycle for a reason and right now and for many years we've been in this great cycle but I always I always play that devil's advocate what if yeah what if so
0: well it makes sense to to, to be prepared because it doesn't always work out.
1: No. And look, for anybody who bought 10 years ago, unless you've continually refinanced your home and you're maxed out in your, your mortgage, but let's say you bought 10 years ago for five hundred. Right now, statistically, you're worth about a million, maybe even a million one in some parts, of, or a million two in some parts of Toronto. Even if the market dropped 20%, you're not losing. You didn't lose in real estate. And that's where, um, you know, we try to educate people that way, too. You know, there was
0: that story that came out, was it last week or the week before, from Deutsche Bank that said, Canada oh, yeah. is one of the he- most heavily indebted consumer yeah. countries in the world. Yeah.
1: So. And do you know we used to be one of the best? Like 10 years ago, I think 10, 15 years ago, Canadians were looked at as the most conservative. conservative. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We had the lowest per capita debt. Like we were.
0: We paid our phone bills on time. Oh, <laughs>
1: remember the days. We had to line up
0: at the <laughs> bank with nine bills and pay them manually, the old days. Kids. Well, Get around the fires, Uncle Todd tells you a story about paying bills at the bank.
1: You know, yeah, and having a cigarette at the same time, because every little, every little uh, spoke, you know, that, that winds you towards the tellers had a little ashtray on top of it. Because
0: you'd smoke in line, and then the pens always... They, I didn't, I was to too give you, young. They gave you pens, yes, I know you were. <laughs> they gave you pens with a little chain on there so you wouldn't walk away with it. Oh,
1: that's right, the, ch- the chained up pens. Oh, such fun. Ah, the good days. Actually, you know what we're going to do? This will be fun because we'll, we'll push it out there. But, you know, the Mulholland Ross team is celebrating 30 years. Um, last year was our 30th year. So this year, we're just, it's 30 years. And so we're going back to 1985. So you're, you're 40. That's right. That's right. So you right. started this when you were 10. I was 10. Amazing. That's right.
0: They had no labor laws back
1: then. No, no, no. We, they, our parents got us out of school as fast as we could, pushed us into the workforce. Yeah. Couldn't be happier. I wish I could do it with my kids. Um, but 1985, so maybe what we'll do even next week is talk about what's compared to 1985. I mean, we're even talking about um, number of properties that traded hands on the Toronto Real Estate Board. Oh, this would be fun. And what was the average price? What was the average interest rate? Oh, we're going to go over all of it? The average gonna, monthly payment?
0: I'm going to look up what the...
1: The rock stars were The rock stars, the songs, (laughs) the movies,
0: what we were wearing, what we were watching and saying. We'll post pictures of
1: ourselves from 1985. Instagram, here we come. Oh, yeah. This will be good.
0: We're going to take a short break. We're just having far too much fun here in the studio, and we'll come back with the wrap. You're listening to RealEstateToronto.com radio, brought to you by the Mulholland Ross team and Keller Williams Real Estate. tell the public you drink beer i, I drank think. i tried it didn't like my it. friends
1: back from the 80s would tell you i didn't do so well at it
0: so we've got two minutes to wrap up how are we going to do that
1: okay so let's talk about next year just quickly um Predictions are we are not going to see that flood of active listings coming on the market. These are predictions from the Toronto Real Estate Board. Um, And I I would have to agree, just from my own experience, I don't feel that suddenly we're going to see those floodgates open and tons of listings come up, therefore giving the buyers more choices, which would then level out the prices. That's, That's sort of the science behind supply and demand. I don't see that inventory going up a lot so i really think the tight inventory is going to hold our prices where they are and in some cases you know we as the weather gets warmer and there's very little inventory we're going to see that little push up again in the spring those are treb's uh predictions i would have to agree um for buyers out there i know we've got a lot of buyers right now that are saying that there's not much out there and if they could just wait till spring there'll be there'll be more for them to choose from but I I just got to warn them because from a buyer's point of view you a you only need one house you don't need 20 to choose from or five to choose from you need one that you like so if you see something you like and it's in your price point buy it or at least make an offer to see if you can get it under the terms you want um I've watched too many buyers kind of see something they like and decide, well, you know, what if something else comes up? Well, something else will always come up. The question is, is will it be in the area and the price point that you're looking for? And will four other people be looking at it at the same time? True. So. 416-230-8500. That's how you can reach me for your free home show tickets. And um, of course, (laughs) with your, yeah, Todd may want to hang out with you. I can't help that. Sorry. Um, But I will talk to him and tell him not to.
0: (laughs) RealestateToronto.com, NorthardLiving.com, and MulhollandRoss.com. Catch us right back here next Sunday at 4 p.m. And find us now on Stitcher Radio. Cool. Thank you for listening to Mulholland Ross Real Estate Radio on Radio That Doesn't Suck.com. Tune in every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time as the team brings you weekly tools, tips, and discussions with thought leaders for both buyers and sellers in the sometimes confusing world of residential real estate. Is there a topic you'd like to hear or want to get in touch with the team? You can email feedback at Radio That Doesn't Suck.com or call the team at 416-230-5900.